All right, y'all already know who this is. Um, it's been a long time because I had school and I just got back to New York from North Carolina. Um, but welcome back to the a new season of Real Talk with Ezra. Um, let's just get right into it. Mom, this has been really a crappy year. Um, we had an episode in the beginning of the year talking about like how to manifest and, and all these good things and, and what we want to wish and pray for. But it don't look like many things was answered, if you will. And I I think that a lot of people don't have um don't really have answers, if you will. So it's just like for even for myself sometimes, like I'm I'm I have transparent like I, I have faith in, in what God is doing, um, with all this that's happening. But it's just like, yo, where's the like, could he stop? <laughs> like, you know but what I'm saying? Said it was actually all God. That, but it's like it's just like yo, like how can how can all this happen? Because just like everybody was just saying, yo, 2020 is gonna be the year. 2020 is gonna be the year, and it was the total opposite. Like right. everybody's really reflecting back to they're still some people still reflecting back to 2016 as yeah. their best year of their life. So it's just like with all that's going on now, there's a lot of if you will, a lot of disruption, a lot of chaos. And I guess for a, I wanted to call this episode, like, how do we find comfort in crisis? Because I mean, if this is a global crisis, if you will, and, and a lot of from, from businesses to even smallest, um, relationships have, have crumbled from all of what ha- has happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of loved ones lost, mm-hmm. um, which my heart goes out to all those who've who've lost somebody during this um, pandemic. But it's like, how, 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 why, what, when, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. who really, who to even blame? Can't like, because we honestly, I, I know you were probably upset. I, I was upset. I definitely was upset. I definitely was broken. Um, you know, besides having, um, and I mean... You've heard me talk about her, um, like my other mom, um, Apostle Callie Jasper. She died during this pandemic, um, and it was completely and totally unexpected. So, yes, the unexpected deaths were, we were not prepared for. We were not prepared for the influx of what uh, has happened. But if we take the time to actually pay attention, we took a lot of things for granted which we still do because we think it's not going to happen or it's not going to affect me. The world operates the way it does and a lot, if not all, is also biblical proportions as well. So you can look at from the economy, you know, to um, life itself on everything and we can go through, I can go through the whole entire Bible and tell you exactly the signs and the times of what the scriptures talk about that we don't want to acknowledge and we don't want to admit to. Um, Outside of that, even the Bible talks about 
um, astronomy. So when you when when the wise men went to go look for you know the baby Jesus, they followed the stars. That's what the scripture says. So we can look at the planet itself, look at scripture, look at Earth, look at what's going on, and we will be able to to identify some of the times and seasons and changings of what is going on. But the issue is many are never prepared, and they're never prepared. For a myriad of reasons, whether they don't believe or whether they just think it's not going to happen to me or, you know, whatever their thought process is on how they deal with um, things and situations that happen in life. That really gives you the ideology of what you're going to believe in, your philosophy, what you think, what will be real, what's not real, what is a conspiracy theory, all these kinds of things people have said and are saying. But if you get to the root and foundation of it all, you will be able to see that we just ignored the signs and the process and because we chose to ignore a lot of the signs in the process it has caused an effect on us now i can go through the fact of you know there's some the bible is, is pure and clean though the bible the, the, the bible says that you know god would never wipe the earth again by flood or whatever but you have tornadoes and tsunamis happening all over the place again um america has committed atrocities uh, uh to the people you are going to have to pay for the seeds that you sow Okay, and that's just that's just there's law of reciprocity. You, what you plant, you reap. You know, we have done corruption in government. We have d- corruption in our daily living. You know, we have schemes, scam, manipulated. You cannot think that something is not going to happen. You may not be able to pinpoint what that something is, or we want to we want to categorize that something that happens because we don't want the nasty brunt of what we did, you know, to actually be the truth of what the seed that we planted. And now this is what we're getting back. Okay. You understand if you're planting bad seed, no matter what it is, you're going to reap a harvest. Okay. If you're planting good seed, you're going to reap a harvest. So we have to look at everything that we do as a people and culture and, and put things in proper perspective. Now, I, I'd even speak to myself. I mean, I was not last, uh, August, 2019, the whole month, the Lord was speaking to me about prepare in times of prosperity for famine, though that is biblical. What does that mean? Everything that I had even going on in 2018, which is, which was the thrust for 2020, all of it came to a halt because of the pandemic. Right. So now, Though I had to therefore reassess and reset. Mm -hmm. If for nothing else, this should have given everybody an awakening as to how we're living our lives and what we're doing in our lives. What have we made major issues that could have been minor and the minor issues that we have come to make major. We have have done so many things that are absolutely um, heinous in our moral behavior, our moral compasses. We have completely removed the landmark of standard of anything to now it's just whatever I feel like doing, we're gonna do. We have, you know, 
unjustly killed people, whether it be because of their color or because of what or racism, we have done these things to ourselves. And this is not something that is new. It's just now that this administration, I personally believe, and this is my personal opinion, that it has just become the unveiling of it all. Mm -hmm. We all know that these things have been existence for centuries, but for every generation, it gets more atrocious and more atrocious and if no one is there to be the voice of those communities to stand up, to sound the alarms and to consistently represent what you say that you are or not representing, then what are the people supposed to do? It just like if you go into the Jewish community, they have their priests, their rabbis that speak up for their, their community and what they will and will not allow. When you go to the Korean, Chinese, Asian communities, they have that person who is the mouthpiece and the prophet that speaks to what they will do from the things that they eat, how they engage, all of those things. We have completely, totally, in a lot of other ethnic groups, and I would say particularly as black folk, have completely removed the landmark and standard of being a community. And because of that, now we're almost, it's like we're uncovered. We are just open to anything and everything for those to do the things to us that they want. And then we want to sit back and, you know, some still don't want to vote. You know, if your voice is not heard and you're not participating, then you can't complain. You can't complain. So there are so many things that we can um, talk about. But if we're going to just talk about specifically, how do we go? Where do we go from here? We have to assess and reset. I, I, you know, let's just say this business owners. There are many businesses that are not going to be opening. Right. They're not going to reopen. Now, what are those? What are they supposed to do? Mm-hmm. How can you reinvent yourself? Not even like not. I'm not even major businesses, but like especially small, for, small, yeah, so small, small businesses. Like, like for me, because I really don't care about anything else. But like black owned businesses that that like literally just started mm-hmm. or like was putting out. Mm-hmm their stuff mm-hmm. are really blooming like this mm-hmm. year. So mm-hmm. it was just like... Well, prayerfully, that they have been able to, again, to have a backup plan or they have something that they can do and to reset themselves and reinvent themselves into something different. Mm. That's always crucial. You always got to keep up with the time and the change. So if they've, you know, started a coffee shop, okay, that's great. You can you can open up a coffee shop, but now what are you going to do with the coffee shop that's going to make it better than it wasn't before? that you can still reinvent yourself and you won't suffer. You know, take the money that you're making in your prosperity and put it where, God forbid, times of famine do hit, that you're not lost. That's just basic basic business economics, mm-hmm. okay? We, we can't discuss, you know, our loved ones because they're no longer here, but you can carry the memory of them and grieve through the process to heal and not get stuck because... It happened during this time and season. Hmm. What about what about those who just are stuck? Not not because they lost somebody, right. but like they're I guess I guess they their momentum from this like kind of subsided like with I guess with all that happened. Like how how can they try and get themselves back? Because honestly, I'm I'm not saying that this this whole thing has made me depressed, but it kind of just made me like. Like uh, like, mm-hmm. 
Like I was like it would it would be a week I'm motivated to do stuff, right. but then the next week is just like because it still like, had uh, the semblance of the unknown, if you will, in some right. things. So now this is where your creativity should kick in. You are a very creative individual. Now you have to figure out how can you still be creative and still meet the needs of the people. But how can you do that when all your resources that you need really before all shut down? Are they? There's I mean, always resources. You may have to look harder. Mm. But there's always a resource, you know, so you just have you, you, you have to take the time to look and again, reinvent, look at what's going on technologically, look what's going on, you know, on other different platforms and spectrums, even let's even, you know, you know, I love to talk to churches ain't going to be the same. You know, where one time preachers was preaching how Facebook was the devil and you need to stay off of it. Now those are the same ones that are on it, trying to reach a, a new community of people. Right. <laughs> so what was you was calling the devil before now? Oh, now he's your best friend. You know, so again, the way we look at things, the way that our perspectives are concerning things. This is a different time and season. And this will never. And I hate when they say, oh, this is the new normal. Nothing should be normal. Because nothing is guaranteed. There's mm. always a shifting and a moving every season. Mm. And we have four seasons in a year. But we we look at it from a one-dimensional standpoint. When the seasons, you can, t- you can tell from the, how the leaves bloom, whether they bloom early, whether they bloom late. Mm-hmm. You can tell how the earth shifts and changes. And... But we don't want to pay attention to those things because we're so used to the hustle bustle, you know, getting our life done, all about me, what's going on. I got to make more, make more, make more. And now what happens? You don't have that anymore. So now where are you getting your resources from? How are you going to sustain yourself? Now you have to think of something different to do. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, it doesn't mean what it has affected everyone across the globe. I don't care whether you be a billionaire or not. Right. This has affected the world globally. So now, what do you do? Things that you may have not had to consider before, now you must consider. Now you, some people, you know, I even read, unfortunately, you know, people were home that, that you know, in domestic violence situations, I read the statistics where now that has increased because now you'll have to be home or quarantined with your abuser. That's a horrible situation. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, please, horrible. But in the same token, it's it's a reevaluating because when people were trying to help you get out, you still wanted to stay for whatever reason. So if nothing else but a self-reflection on why do I feel that this is my only outcome? Why should I feel that this is, I have to stay in these situations and predicaments? This, if this is my only option, you, we, there are other things to do and other options that are available. But if we don't take the time to reassess ourselves, reassess our lives and do something different, be truthful, first of all, truthful and honest with our own selves. This should be a good, deep-seated, reflective truth moment. You know, am I a good person? Am I really a good person? Do people really like me or do they tolerate me? Right. Do I, I, do I really have friends or people that just want to take from me because I'm always giving and I'm always giving because I feel I have to do that in order for people to like me. Hmm. This should have been a time where there should have been a inward purging 
an yeah. inward cleaning, an inward face-to-face conversation with self to heal thyself. And many people were faced with things that they didn't think and they were not prepared for it. And I had a conversation, matter of fact, with a young woman yesterday um, and she was sharing some things with me. And when I said some things to her, she got agitated by it. But I didn't care she got agitated because in order for me to help you to get to where you want to go as a mentor, coach, however way she defines me as in her life, Mm -hmm. then these are the hard questions that you need to ask yourself because you're never going to succeed unless you clean out the gutter parts of yourself. You will never be able to advance in your life when you are still broken in many places. You can't teach what you haven't been healed from. You can't grow from what you haven't overcome. So what would you like ask? Like what would what would be some some questions that you would like ask? Depending yourself? on the individual. Oh wonder. Uh-huh. Depending on the individual. I mean you again the simplest thing. Do I even like myself? Yeah. Do I like the person that I have become? And if I don't, how did I get here? Hmm. How did I get to this space that like if I had to look around, let's just say this whole pandemic, no one called me. No one checked in on me. Right. No one even cared. Right. So these are the self-reflective conversations you need to have for yourself. Because then you can go down the checklist of your life and find out the question why. Hmm. And if you can't answer the why, then that could be a problem. You need to be able to answer the why and deal with the root of the why. So what if you what if you can't? You can, but again, that's digging into the truth. Hmm. But we we can lie to ourselves all day long. We yeah. people lie to themselves all day long and be deceptive of, to their own selves and believe it, <laughs> yeah. and believe it. That's true. And believe it. That's true. So self deception is the worst kind of destruction. So now you have to face the truth about yourself because now you're in an apartment by yourself. Right. Or if you're in the apartment with other people that don't really want to deal with you. They tolerate you, but they don't really want to deal with you. You know? So how are you going to look at that? What's, what are you going to now do to change you, to make you better? That you're not tolerated, but you're embraced. Because there's a difference when people embrace you and when people tolerate you. Break that down. I can tolerate you all day long because whether I work with you or I have to engage with you when I have to, but to embrace you as a person, I don't like you because your character is something that I would never agree with. Mm. Your behavior patterns are things that I don't appreciate and I may find disrespectful or dishonoring. You know, what you say out of your mouth can be extremely defaming. And because of that, I just, you know, because we may be in like a work environment, mm-hmm. I have to deal with you. But outside of that, I don't even want to have conversation with you. Right. So people can avoid you and tolerate you all day long. And you will think because we have to engage at work that, oh, my God, you know, people like me. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I was taught the re- your real church are those that come to Bible study on Wednesday night. The people that really just want to come for a good time are the people that show up for Sunday morning. So look at your life. If you come home mm-hmm. and you don't have but nobody 
that's caring enough in this pandemic to even reach out to you to say, do you need a glass of water? Yeah. Then you don't have anybody because people are tolerating you in your life, whether they be biologically connected or not. People embrace you are the ones that are going to check on you all the time and say, you know what? I'm struggling too, but I got 50 cents. Do you want a quarter? Mm. Those are the people that embrace you because they're always going to look out for you because you know that they, you look out for them. Yeah. If I eat, you know what? Here's, I, I, got a half a, I got a half a bagel. Do you want it? Right. You know, I, I, I know it may not be much, but at least... Here, I, matter of fact, I, I just got the phone with a friend who I didn't know. We had, the, you know, the storm last week. Yeah, they just got the electricity on today. Oh wow! And it's only half on, not even full blown on. Yeah. And I have another friend that I just found out yesterday because I had talked to. Him. We was just doing a Zoom on Monday, and I was like, "Wait a minute, we you was just on. We was just doing a Zoom Monday. What happened?" She said, "Yeah, I was up in my upstairs. She literally had to be rescued from her house in a boat, and her whole entire development and complex has now been uh, been." Um, sanctioned by the environmental department no it, it's uninhabitable they wow. cannot do anything and they will not be able to go back wow so right now she is technically homeless, homeless. yes lost her car lost everything her, all of her things that she has this woman is 70 years old okay so so I, she and I were talking but what happened she posted it on Facebook but I haven't been on Facebook in like a month so I haven't seen anything but yet she and I were talking every day. She mm -hmm. never mentioned it until someone else had told me. And I said, like, what do you mean you? So I'm going down to see about her. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to Pennsylvania to see about her. Um, and because that's what people do that mm -hmm. you that you embrace. Right. You, you you make sure that everything is fine. You make sure that they're OK just as much as that you would. Not the fact that you're looking to gain anything from it, but that you you do gain in other ways. When you know that that's how you're gaining and building solid relationship. People that are looking to get something, it's, oh, well, I will only give to you when I know that you're giving to me. That's selfish. But that is the mentality of a great population of people. Right. You know? So um, we're, we're living in a time right now where we, we're going to have to reset and reassess who we are, how we, how we do what we do. Um, what our intentions are, whether the context of what we're doing and why we're doing it with the people that we're doing it to and or for or with. Um, and that will help you to uh, reset your life to this next, mm -hmm. because this is not over. It's a pause right now in this season, because I, I got a statistic yesterday. Um, North Carolina is like hitting it hard, like this whole thing. They, their numbers are going up again. And there's some That's other places. There's some other places that still are, you know, doing whatever they do, and their yeah. numbers are going up. People are concerned. You have a right to be concerned, but in the process of being be concerned, um, let's take the time to to relook, look over. Then on the positive side, you have some that this can be an awakening to, where you know, maybe it's time for me to start my business or take my hobbies and make it into a, another income. Yeah. I don't care if you're crocheting because the winter's coming. I love a good crochet blanket to wrap up with, you know, uh, or, or I just, I just got the phone with a young lady who, um, she said, pastor, she said, you know, you, you, I just love this. You inspired me so much. She's like, I, I clean houses. She said, I love to clean. And she said, I want to start my business. I immediately got on the phone with my accountant and said, Hey, I got you a client. 
she's going to handle her paperwork. Mm. So now, here she is with a young baby daughter. I think her daughter may be nine months old. She's a single mother oh, wow. who, for the first time in her Jennifer, in her family, is about to start a cleaning service. Wow. So it's a good time to be able to reset that. Yeah. You know, if if you had something that you know that you're extremely good at and can make money from it, take that next step. Start your business. Do your thing. Yeah. You know, stop doing it for free now. Because now, economically, everybody has been hit. Everybody. Everybody. But I thank God for the fact of me knowing who I know and belonging to whom I belong to, which is the Lord, and him giving me the peace in the transition. And above all else, we need to know that we have a sound peace in the transition. Because when you really have that sound peace, you don't have to worry about what you don't have. Because really what you have outweighs what you may have lost. Because guess what? You are still above ground. That's true. And there are many people. Maybe this was the time and season it was for them to go. I, I remember I remember this. And when, when you know, my spiritual mom died during the course of this, I was like, God, why? Like I, had, I was literally on the phone talking to her while she was dying. And that put me in such a bad mental space. I did not know what to do. And I had to really, for three days, that thing kept me in the bed. And I just refused to get depressed over it. Because, number one, I knew that she was a born-again believer. So I already know she's not lost. Mm -hmm. I know she's sitting in glory. Number two, I was teasing a friend. I was like, you know, we all going to need some therapy after this. Because it just happened back to back to back to back like that. Yeah. Um, and I lost 30 people in my life. 30? 30 people in my life during this pandemic. Oh, wow. But one thing I do know, again, when you have the peace and you know that you have, you live right, I, she, you know, yeah, I would love to say, you know, I would love her to, you know, call me and say, little girl, what you doing? And we go shopping. Or we go to lunch. Or we do something. Or she just said, just come over. I got to go to this banquet this weekend. I need you to come put my clothes together. Whatever. You know, I would love to hear her say that again. But do I rejoice in her teachings and what she taught me to make me now who I am becoming? Absolutely. So if it took, because I know her love for God so much that she was, she would have not wanted to go any other way. And if it took for God to remove her from that space for me to now move into that space, then it was all for his purpose. Mm. So we have to look at, you know, and that's the thing about, you know, being born again, that I can see the purposes of God and understand it. But for those that don't have a hope and don't really understand, I understand their devastation as well. Because, you know, you were taught, how can you believe in something that you can't see? But you breathe in air that you can't see and you hoping that you're going to take your next breath. Right. So, 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 so it's the, the fact of knowing that whoever your loved ones were, however way they were taken out of this earth, whatever good that they imparted into you, regurgitate that and therefore do it. Take that and press. I don't care if it was just one good word. You know what? Today you are a good person. Mm -hmm. Take that. And how do I can develop myself into being a good person? Because you're going to duplicate yourself in somebody else. 
you know? So that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be duplicating ourselves into other people to make other people even better. Mm. If it now, if, if you're a civil activist, you know, you're seeing what's going on in the community, then be that mouthpiece for the community. Yeah. Stand up. Don't be scared. Don't be no punk. Just take the stand and move forward because the voices need to be heard. Right. You can't back down because of, you know, you just got arrested. There are many, we all have our gifts and callings. That and that essence is, I'm not a marcher. That's not my calling. I'm a teacher in a different kind of way. So I support, I will donate. I do all of that. Yeah, same. Okay, I do all of that because I know my lane. But there are some people that are called unequivocally to the front line of justice, but they're scared to do it. Mm. Well, who's going to support? I don't care if you had to stand on the corner with a bullhorn just talking. You just never know who you're going to meet. That's how you keep the movement. And so when you do that and you know your purpose and you know what you're called to do, no one can stop you from doing it. So take those things and let that be this process of what's next. Mm -hmm. How are we going to move forward? How are we going to get legislation done the way it should be done? Oh, by the way, shout out to Philomena from VSU, Trav, Francie, um, Nepal, Janisha, Harris, um, Q, um, everybody. everybody on the front lines still working. I just had to say that. But, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying, but, but, but this is what they're called to do. Yeah. We have to raise up another generation of black youth that are going to stand for the forefront of their generation. Well, I think this is it, though. Well, for 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 my for my generation, I was speaking to somebody, and I was just like, "There is no, there's no reason why someone fifty and up are mm-hmm. like still out there on the front lines You're because because this is this is not their time this anymore, is, and this is not they, their fight. They did their work exactly. So they 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 did their job, job well done. Now you take a seat. And what they did tell do, us tell us what to do exactly, and we will tell us what to do. Teach us how, teach us the ways. That you were taught, and we'll spin it to how it could relate Benefit to us to now, us. Exactly. and then now we're just going to move on. Exactly, so. and this is what I mean about being that voice or that priest, that rabbi, that imam, whatever in your community. This is what the voices look like. Yeah, this is what the voices look like. So if you are not going to pick up that mantle, then don't play the game. Hmm. Don't talk about it. Yeah, and true. then do nothing. Because you're wasting breath and time. Right. If you're going to do it, do it wholeheartedly, full throttle all the way. Because that's what's required of the commitment. And another thing that we ha- that we lack is dedication and commitment. This generation, I've seen so much in quick, fast, hurry, da 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 not stable. Mm-hmm. You can't make change being unstable. Yeah, but it's like it's like like going back to this whole crisis. Like we we probably could could say that folks have you know we're really trying to or start being dedicated on one thing and whatnot. But then with with all this happening, it kind of changed. So it's like how it was, could it, you? The, the influx of it happened quickly. Yeah, but the movement never stopped or shouldn't stop. We've had a lot from Sandra Bland to. You know, um, George Floyd. George Floyd. Yes, it's happening all over. 
Brown and Taylor. All over. Yeah. But let's all just join together where we can to do what we can. Yeah. That's it. Not just the fact that it's just here in New York. Not just the fact that it's in, you know, Mississippi. Not the fact that it's in Chicago. Not the fact when it was Rodney King in California. Yeah. You know? It's all over. But if we if we are knowing that we are systematically all working towards the same thing, it's all great. Every we we want justice for everybody. Will justice be served for everybody? No. But it won't be because of lack of trying. And if you look at some of your look at your some of the local statutes, some don't have limits to 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 going back. Mm-hmm. So you may, you know, there may not be justice right now, but in another five years, you just never know. Yeah, that's true. So you got to know your laws. You got to know your rights. You have to know your constitutions. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know it, then yeah, they're going to play you dumb. Right. But you know the law better than them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's unjustly done. They can't take that knowledge away from you. But you got to be persistent. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I was watching a video of a gentleman who was home with his son. He lives by himself. He's a single father. And the cops, you know, and he's like, sir, but you're coming, you're, you're trespassing. And you, he was, you know, the, to the point where the cops eventually just bull guarded down. So I'm waiting to see what happens from that because he filmed the entire thing. Oh, wow. Use technology to do what you need to do. You can't deny that. Not at all. And the the little boy is crying. He's like, okay. And, and, the, and the cops is saying, oh, well, someone called and said that there was a domestic disturbance. He said, I don't know how there could be a domestic disturbance in my house because I'm not even married. And all he kept quoting was their local law. Hmm. And the policemen were angry. Uh, rested him, did all this stuff in front of his son. Do you know what kind of trauma that is? Yeah. That child is going to need therapy. Yeah. But when you know they don't care, you have to do something different. Yeah. Well, all right. So going back to going back to the therapy part, like, because I know that could probably be. It's be, a help. Well, yeah, one of the helps. Like, what are some things, I guess, for you um, that, like, could really help, you know, us while this been, like, some mm-hmm. people are, 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 things are slowly, you know, getting back to what they were slowly but it's just like you know all those I guess small progress there's still a lot of setback Mm -hmm. from you know all that happened so like what are some things that I guess we could find comforting during this whole crappy state that we're in yeah I I really want I want people to get their joy back I don't care if it's gardening if it's writing journaling Get into, create an atmosphere of peace for yourself. Because then that, then you'll be able to process your thought. Then you'll be able to think clearer. Mm-hmm. You know, pull away from a minute. If you got to go, I, I sit in my closet some days. Like, pull away from everything that's going around. And just hear yourself think. Get real clarity as to who you are. Let your thoughts think for themselves. And again, there's nothing wrong with therapy. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for the therapy. And if you need that additional help, do so. But don't allow yourself to get depressed. It does get better, but you have to find and participate in the better. 
don't sit on the sidelines of your life wishing and hoping and think someone else is going to do it for you. That's not going to happen. Right. You have to start as an individual creating that space that you need to get the help that you need. And then don't deny the help when it's legit. Don't deny the help. Don't act like, yeah, I'm okay, and you are hemorrhaging inside. Yeah. Take it. It is a healing that will help you move on. You don't want to be stuck back here because 2020, it was the greatest and the worst at the same time. But a lot of us start dwelling on the negative and can't see the positive. Right. You know, there there were some positive things. Even for, like, a big thing, yo, 2020 graduates. Like, exactly. we... There were high school graduates. There were college graduates. There was kindergarten graduates. You know, you may not have been able to have the graduate, and I ain't gonna lie. All the I VSU's graduation, I think, was the best. I think it was. We didn't even have best. it, but no, you did it virtually. I, I, I didn't even attend that. I did. Oh, See, look at you. Because I was, I'm, I'm, I'm just over it in school. Sorry, it's whatever. But don't ever say that. But anyway, folks I know. Uh-huh. I loved it. Um, I think it was very good because it still was an encouraging to encourage those that are now moving forward. Because what do most people talk about? Oh, my good old college days. Don't let this oh, yeah, nah. take away the memory of you what you earned the last four years. Yeah. So I honor the fact that they did that because when you graduate, yes, you wanted to walk across the stage and all that. Okay, that did not happen. But does that take away what you did? What does it take away of what you learn? Does it take away the relationships you built? Yeah. Does it take, you know, so don't let this one blurb take away four years of success. And that's what we do. Oh, well, it didn't end like that. But you have four years of success under your belt. Four years of study that you earned. No one gave it to you. Mm-hmm. You had to write papers. You had to go to class. You had to show up. You had to participate in your life because when you came in as a freshman, your goal was, I'm going to graduate with my degree. Yeah. Well, you did. But was a graduation promised? No. Your degree was promised when you passed. Right. True. And you got your degree rightfully earned. So take that and turn it into a positive thing because it still is positive. Don't let this pandemic sideswipe you into oh my god it was just so bad and oh my god we already get what happened can we now just figure out where we can get the happy places of what was good there are people that had children during this pandemic Mm -hmm. is that not a happy thing so let's work on that let's work in now you now you got your first child or your third child or whatever so now you're building something that you didn't think that you could build be, you could ever build before so so you can't just think on that one thing you have to think on um the whole entire thing so that you you had your firstborn or you had your thirdborn or whatever the case is you know that's wonderful let's focus on that now how are you going to help this child develop into the person that you want them to become Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, there are, like I said, the good and the not so good. But let's look at at all of the joys, all of the happiness that did come from this and therefore proceed on to becoming greater, happier people, pressing on in, reinventing ourselves, 
becoming people that we like and people that we will embrace and not people that will just be tolerated. Don't let your dreams die in 2020. They mm-hmm. still exist because 2021 is about to come into in a couple of months. Okay? So yeah. be excited about 2021. We don't know what that's going to look like, but at least have a plan. So if you've never had a plan before, create the plan now and start planning for then. I think that sums everything up. Well, okay. I I just I it was just like, dag. Mm-hmm. I, I th- everybody had a plan. Like everybody we was about to really about have to the it. greatest yes. year, the greatest. And again, you summer. Still can. We got to look forward to the holidays now. How are we going to do that? Right. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is going to be coming up. Do we not be able to celebrate with our families? Do we not be able to gather together? What do these things look like? And so whatever it's going to look like, just be prepared for whatever it is. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Be prepared. Don't forget. Still celebrate. You can do it virtually. Everybody can be wherever. Now you can reach your cousin in Germany when you couldn't reach them before. You know, now you can reach your friends in Russia when you couldn't do it before. You know, and and, and let's let's create some new narratives. Let's create some new happiness. Let's create some new joys. You know, yeah. and and let's just make it happen. Well, well, as we continue to forgive me, there's a lot of noise in the background. Well, as we, you know, try to figure stuff out, you know, just keep going. Don't stop. That's all I can say. Like, try not to stop anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Try not to stop anymore. Like, yeah, I think I think it's okay. I think it's very good. You know, for like take a pause, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a hiatus for yourself, so mm-hmm. you could like get your thoughts and your in your minds together for what you want to do next. But just don't stop, like, because there's gonna be people that you'd be surprised of who's watching and mm-hmm. and, who's and who's listening. listening. So it's just like, don't um take, of course, take that time for yourself so you can reinvent. Ooh, wow, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, take that time for yourself. To, to, to reinvent you and, and reinvent your thoughts and 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 and, and heal from whatever uh, but just just continue somehow some way put something out let somebody know what you're doing right read the read, write that book you said you were gonna be you're gonna write that you didn't get to yeah film something I don't know whatever you like just do it um but yeah so with that being said It's so hot. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. It's really hot. Yeah. But now, I love y'all. Uh, see y'all the next episode. Real talk with Ezra. Yeah. Mommy knows best. Woohoo! <laughs> Bye. I'll see y'all. <laughs>